0: Mitä palataan podcast? My favorite games of all time that I own. 2020 edition. Part 2, places 90 to 82. So, if you're listening to this, you hopefully have listened to the introductory episode earlier where i explained how i did my list and there was a comparison to other media people who i follow and i also said that these first nine games meaning the last positions 90 to 82 are games that would be on the list higher but it's long time since i played them and i think i need to play them one more time to be certain of their position so the games in the next episode will be newcomers to the list that maybe wouldn't be there one would be but others maybe wouldn't so here we go on the 90th place in this list is a game that was on position 52 earlier last time when i recorded this list and it is Sidmeyer Civilization the Board Game. And it's designed by Kevin Wilson and it's published in 2010 by Fantasy Flight Games. I've only played this two player. I've played it quite a few times, but only two-player. And that's why this is so low. Because I really want to see if it works with more players. It should work better, but even with two players, it's quite nice game. And I like it that. It's quite representative of this computer game, although some people say that through the edges is more, but this one has a map, so come on, this is quite good representation of that. I think it's very close to civilization Four, I think, or whatever is the first one that is on these mobile devices, or Steve Rev or what is it called? I really like this game. I have to play it again and with more people. Number ninety was Sid Meier's Civilization: The Board Game. Number eighty-nine is a game by Paolo Mori, and it's from 2012. And it's possibly the only game that I've seen published by Marapunta. and it is Libertalia. This is the best game, in my opinion, that uses this hidden character selection or role selection mechanism. It's better than Mission Red Planet or Citadel's, at least in my opinion. And the reason why this is so low, it was 43 last time, it's because I haven't played it for a long time. I have a game going on now in Board Game Arena, and this should be on the list. I mean I finalized the list more than one month ago when I didn't have the game running in Board Game Arena. So this is here, um, like in the previous episode. I said the time does doesn't work turn based. This doesn't work that well either because it's a much shorter game than what it takes turn based, especially when the players are from different time zones. But I still like this game. And also, if you play turn based or online, you lose this discussion going on in the table where you can play playing games with the other players still i like the game and it should be in top 81 but it's now at the position 89 libertalia on the 88 position in the list is a game from 2015 this was one of the earliest kickstarters that i packed i went a bit crazy with kickstarter in packing site and all the other things big hits there even the Gloomhaven first edition it came in 2017 to me this is designed by Eric Lang and published by cool mini or not and this is Blood Rage um, Blood Rage at that time was a big deal it was so much cheaper than the Simon, come on cool mini or not games are nowadays it was not that expensive and i was almost cancelling my pledge because of almost 40 euro postage it was uh, 40 dollars even it was absurd and everything but <laughs> looking at the postages nowadays and how much you have to pay for all in this was one of the best kickstarters i backed including uh site and the gloomhavens first edition but I've already sold some of the Kickstarter exclusives before the second Kickstarter game, so I got my money back from this and I still have the game and some of the expansions. This is a interesting area control game. You use a rage mechanism, you draft cards, you try to strategize, but it's mostly tactical in my opinion. And I really like the game, but it's been a long time since I played it last time. After getting the Kickstarter, I played it uh, right after that a few times and then I haven't touched it since. I don't know why, but maybe the figures should be painted, but they are not. Number 88, Blood Rage. Number 87 on the list uh, is a second edition of a game that is at the moment on its third edition and this was published in 2005 it's uh, the first large cooperative game large meaning that it (laughs) takes a huge amount of space on the table and also is a bit heavy and you really have to think and struggle and you never get the dice result that you want to get and everything is against you More than in many other games, this is one of the most difficult games because the game is hitting you and the game is difficult, and this is Arkham Horror. It's published by Fantasy Flight Games and designed by Richard Lonius and Kevin Wilson has also co-designed it and modified it a bit from the first edition. Um, what to say about this? (laughs) It's huge. It seems to be very expensive in amazon com currently, according to board game geek, Um, I don't have any expansions for this, I don't know if it needs some, I might get, I might have got earlier, but it's out of print, so I don't know if I'll ever get the expansions, maybe used, but it seems that when they are being sold, they have all the expansions, and it's (laughs) too much, but maybe one or two expansions would be nice for this. Uh I've played this many times, but not for a very long time and this game should be higher on the list. I just grouped it here lower last time it was eightieth but if I think this should be maybe in the top sixty also, but it's just a so long time ago since I last played it, but I have some of my best memories from this game, especially when it comes to cooperative games. I don't like them that much, but this one is good and it has something, and it I think it got me hooked like it made the final blow to get me into board games. I was playing of course earlier, and such I wouldn't have Ar come or otherwise, but it was the final nail on the coffin in a way, so to say, and also it made my wife interested in games, especially in this kind of cooperative games. And it was very nice experience to see her enjoy a two-player game when she didn't um, play many games earlier, just a few. And then I said that let's play Arkham Horror. And maybe that's a story for another time, but good times. Number 87, Arkham Horror. On the... 86th place on this list is um, a game that has no title in the front cover it's uh, from 2014 and when I saw the cover and the idea I thought that I will get this game I didn't know anything about the game just saw the cover and saw how they are advertising it by making five different covers and the purple one looked good, so I bought Abyss. Abyss is by Bruno Catala and Charles Chevalier, and it's published by Bomb Books. They made the anniversary edition, and that one looks really good. But I haven't upgraded mine. I have the first expansion. I should get Leviathan, but <laughs> like the other games on this list, I haven't played this for a very long time, and I haven't even tried with the first expansion. I should play with it. Abyss is a great game. It just for some strange reason it doesn't come to the table. It's one of the best gateway games in my opinion and it should come to the table more often. It's a bit underappreciated also because I have no idea why. Maybe the box cover looks strange to someone, maybe I don't know what's the reason. But this is one of the best lightweight games that has probably the best art. I mean quickly thinking no other game comes to my mind that is this light and easy to play and interesting and attractive and also has this great artwork. Number 86 was Abyss. Number eighty five on this list is certain media persons Number one game of all time. It's from 2008. It's published by Lookout Games, designed by Uwe Rosenberg, and the English version that I have is by Mayfair Games. And it's the first one of Uwe's games on this list. A bit of a spoiler: there will be others, not many, but a few. And this is Le Havre. And as someone, (laughs) as someone prominent. Podgame media person would say it's the harder border and it might be but that's not the point of the name of the game and that's not the point of this list to explain this um, I've played this in physical form only once and it's very long time ago I've played the app a few more times and this is a game that I really want to play with the wife two player. And also, if possible, I want to play 3-player. This is a good 3-player game and good 2-player game. And I just don't know why it's not got on the table for a while. I didn't own it for a long time. I didn't play my own copy, I played a friend's copy. I probably had it for a year or so, and it's waiting to be played. Um, but yeah, when if and when I get this played again, this will go back to the list higher positions. It was number 55 the last time and if I forgot to say earlier Abyss wasn't on the list last time although I had played it and it was also the last game and the only game on this list that I had played earlier that came back to the list. I think it just got cut out last time when I made the list. And what's there more to say? (laughs) La Havre is a Uber game. I don't remember exactly how it works because it's been so long since I played it last time but basically you choose an action and you do something, collect resources or go to buildings but maybe you're better off checking it from, from someone else's list or from the board game geek than trusting what I say because I really don't remember that well how it works so number 85, Laha. number 84 on this list is a game that just finished their Kickstarter and this one is published in 2012 by Madago and it's designed by Jacques Parriot and Guillaume Montillage sorry if I mispronounced your names I have no idea how to pronounce French names but maybe they were close and this is Kemet um, it's too long since i played this and i've only played this one time but it was a very good play i've had the game i never played my copy (laughs) i played a friend's copy because when I, i ordered the game when i got it i had some missing figures and it took so long time for Matago to send them to me and even then they were the wrong shape so i think that if I have one type of red figures, the red figures in another copy are the different type. That's actually interesting but it doesn't really matter. I have the correct number of correct color and (laughs) that's the most important thing. This is very interesting area control game and also you're building your engine uh, in the form of these tiles and you get monsters and you get different powers and you choose choose your actions and the way how you choose the action is interesting because you can choose certain actions you have to choose in a certain way and what is the most interesting thing and the best design thing in this game is that everyone is exact distance away from another so wherever you are if you're in the middle it doesn't matter you have the same distance to everyone if you're at the corner you have the same distance to everyone so you can't really say that um, I'm being hit because I'm closer to you and this is not even or this is not balanced because I begin from here. Don't care. You begin from where you begin and you will be hit or you won't be hit. <laughs> it depends where you are. But equal chances to hit everyone. So that's very well designed in this game. And I really need to play this again. I didn't pack the Kickstarter because I thought that i don't really want it now it had too long delivery time i'm not going to put my money into a kickstarter for over a year except maybe some others but not for this and i would have packed the upgrade package anyway not the whole game but anyway kemet was last year on the 40th position now it's 84. 83 on this list is a game by uh, Rüdiger Dorn. Rüdiger is really good at making this style of games and I really like his movement mechanisms in games and I like him as a designer published by Pegasus Spiele published in 2014 and This is Istanbul. I have all the expansions for this and of course they published the big box after I got all the expansions <laughs> separately, but all of them fit to the normal size game box so I don't need the big box, it's fine. Uh I like the game a lot, but it's been too long since I've played it. But I really like this movement mechanism. It's similar to um the movement mechanism that Rudy Gerdon used in Traders of Genoa. And it's nice that you move as a move the tower one step to one direction and then you can collect the previous ones and it's a race to get a certain number of rubies to win the game. I played the dice game as well, but I like this one more, so the dice game is not in the list. It's quicker, it feels like Istanbul, but then again it doesn't feel like Istanbul. <laughs> it's quicker and there's no movement like this one, so different aspects of the game feel different to me. And this works even with two players, at least. Uh we liked it with the wife with two players. Although Board Game Geek thinks that I mean twenty one percent of the voters think that it's not recommended with two players, but I disagree it's a good game even with two. Of course with more people you have more interaction and they get more on the way. But even with two players it's good if you don't want to cut the other off all the time or take the other's places and such on place 83 Istanbul which was actually last time in the list very high it was number 11 but because of not playing it came down (music) on 82nd place is the game that was on 28th place so I just was lazy and switched the numbers on the digits Maybe not, but this is the highest rank of these games that I need to play again, because it's been long time. Uh, this is the first Stefan Feld game on the list. There are a few, I think. There might be less than last time when I made this list. Or there might be more. I don't really know. I played almost all the Stefan Feld's games, and this one is published in 2011. And the version I have is from Ammonit and hook and this one is Drajan. uh... this game if you haven't played it um... try it with an open mind because it has many different mechanisms there's area control then there's... you're trying to collect uh, tiles from this building area then you're trying to collect cards to fulfill orders Then you try to have the most influence in the Senat. The game works (laughs) with the Mangala. And with the Mangala you move tokens around and then that dictates what you can do. And you can do your thing in many different areas. And wherever you do it, it gives you points. And then the points become bigger points and then more points. And points from here and points from there. And points from even breathing at the end of the game. But. It's not really like that. People just say that it's like that. But this is a mixture of (laughs) different mechanisms that are controlled by this one central mankala that lets you do some comboing also. And it's a very well done, Not (laughs) not only a game, but it's a very well done show of what you can do by combining different mechanisms. Uh yeah, and the theme is this Rome. At some point after years of empire, you're trying to have the most points in Rome, or something like that. But in any case, Trashan is a great game and it deserves to be in the Pod Game Geek top hundred as it is. And if you haven't played many games, especially heavy games, try this one. So you get to see many mechanisms and how well they can work together. Then when you need a game where there are many mechanisms that don't work well together or games that have mechanisms that don't work at all, ask me later. I'll guide you to a few, (laughs) but that's not the topic in this list. So on 82nd place on this list was Drajan. To recap the list now because we are done with the singular games i'll go through them uh, number 90 was sidmeyer civilization the board game number 89 was libertalia number 88 blood rage number 87 arkham horror second edition number 86 abyss number 85 la Havre. number 84 met number eighty three Istanbul and number eighty two Drajan I hope you enjoyed this. I'm recording this in the middle of the night so my voice might be a bit low, but I hope that if you listen to this you will listen to the next one as well. This part of the list was a bit short, mostly because I didn't originally consider this part to be my list. So there's not much explanation on the games because I thought that I'm not even talking about them. And as I said, it's been a while since I played them. So (laughs) I mostly talked about experiences rather than the gameplay and the games. But maybe I'll talk more in detail about the games when we go to the next parts of the list and when I try to record not in the night, not when I'm half asleep. In the next list we get six games that were not out when i did the list last time and they are actually very new games they came out this year or the last year and then two of the games i hadn't played they were out and one of them was out but didn't interest me but more about them next time i'll try to put it out in a day or two or a day or a few You can find this podcast at SoundCloud under the name Mitapelataan, you can also find the podcast almost everywhere, it's in Spotify, iTunes, should be everywhere, you can find me from Instagram and Twitter under username Mitapelataan, in Facebook there's a page Mitapelata, uh, I have a blog where I have written reviews also nowadays, not only these podcast episodes, and it's mitapelataan.wordpress.com for all the links you can go to link3 forward slash mitapelata and there you will find direct links to different places where i can be found for. but anyway thank you for listening and i hope you listen to the next one as well bye bye thanks for the music goes to trim water